Hey, Renovation Church, this is Jeremy. I'm the pastor. And I want to thank you for joining us on this Holy Week devotional thing that we've been doing. It truly has been an honor to have you with us as we've been navigating all the different moments that have led up to today, the day where we celebrate Resurrection Sunday, Jesus coming back, bringing life to all of us who believe. Today is truly a special day. My wife, her name is Jessica, and I have been married for 15 years. And I can say that for the past 15 years, we have had lots of incredible moments, lots of huge blessings, but it definitely hasn't been an easy 15 years either. We've lived in other countries. We've moved a ton. We have three kids, beautiful, growing kids. And in the past 15 years, we've experienced lots of ups and downs, just like most marriages would when you stick with someone for that length of time. Recently, our family decided to go downtown to Greenville and we were walking through Falls Park. And as we were down there, uh, I was talking with my son. There's a specific area that overlooks the waterfall and it has a tree that's there. And I began to reminisce with him how long before he ever existed, my wife and I were on our very first date downtown at the very spot that him and I were standing at that moment. And it was at night, the clouds began to form and rain began to fall and my wife and I took shelter under a tree. And if you ask my wife, that was one of the first moments where that drew us together, her and I. Kind of a romantic moment, beautiful, even in the midst of rain background. And here I was now 15 years later with my son telling him the story. And I began to think about the early days of my wife and I getting together, those moments in which her and I dated, the moments where we began to fall in love. And I began to reminisce more. I began to go back and look at some pictures of when we were younger, when I was a little bit skinnier, when, when the early days when we feel like we didn't have money for anything and yet still were full of life. And I remembered the moment that her and I got engaged downtown. What a beautiful thing that was. Uh, proposed to her at a coffee shop that um, allowed us to use their space. All the moments where her and I began to fall in love. And it's interesting that after 15 years of marriage, life begins to happen. Um, it can become easy to forget the early days of when you begin to have those emotions and feelings prop up. Life can be challenging, life can become difficult. And for her and I, moving to different countries and taking on different ministry roles and working in different fields and doing different things, it's easy for all of us for life to kind of come in. It's a very natural thing that can happen. And I, just recently, looking back at 15 years of marriage and remembering the early days, David writes in Psalms 51, he says this, return me to the joy of my salvation. I don't know how long you've been a Christian or how long in your life you have heard the story of Easter. Probably you've heard the story of Easter a lot. The fact that Jesus died for us is powerful. The fact that he resurrected is powerful, but it's also something that you might have heard for most of your entire life. And what I wanna do for a second is I wanna look back and reminisce about the early days when you first fell in love with Jesus. And what I wanna do is in a moment, I'm gonna read the resurrection account from John chapter 20. And I don't want you to look at this story and think about the first time you remembered believing and hearing 
that Jesus gave his life and then didn't stay in the grave but rose again and what that new life means for you and I. And I want you to remember the joy of your salvation, the early days when you first fell in love. Those moments can be tender and they can be beautiful. And as I had the opportunity recently to look back and to remember the early days of falling in love with my wife and here we are 15 years later, our love is richer now, I will say, than it it was in the early days. But there's something about the early days when you fall in love. Those, those early days when you first hear a story, the first moments in which you recognize the life-changing message of something that it can be very powerful. And I'm gonna read the story of Easter and my prayer for you this morning is this Easter is that you will fall all in love with Jesus all over again, that you would remember the power and witness of this story again, of a God who did and does the impossible. John chapter 20, verse 1. Early on Sunday morning, while it was still dark, Mary Magdalene came from the tomb and found the stone had been rolled away from the entrance. She ran and found Simon Peter and the other disciple, the one whom Jesus loved. She said, they've taken the Lord's body out of the tomb. We don't know where they've put him. Peter and the other disciple started out to the tomb and they were both running, but the other disciple outran Peter and reached the tomb first. He stooped and looked in and saw the linen wrappings lying there and he didn't go in. Simon Peter arrived and went inside and he also noticed linen wrappings lying there while the cloth that they had covered Jesus' head with was folded up and lying apart with the other wrappings. Then the disciple who had reached the tomb first also went in and he saw and believed. For until then, they still hadn't understood the scriptures that said Jesus must rise from the dead. Then they went home. Mary Magdalene was standing outside the tomb crying, and as she wept, she stooped and looked in. She saw two white-robed angels, one sitting at the head and the other at the foot of the place of the body where Jesus had been lying. Dear woman, why are you crying? The angels asked her. Because they've taken my Lord, she replied, and I don't know where they have put him. Let me stop there for a second. Mary and the disciples had a genuine love of Jesus, and when Jesus died, it broke their hearts. And I would say for a lot of us as Christians, when we go to the cross, it's a heartbreaking place. It's a place where God himself gave his life for us. It is heart-wrenching and heartbreaking, and it is moving, and it goes to the depths of who we are. And for anyone who loves Jesus, Jesus' death is difficult perplexing. And just like Mary, Mary is overcome with grief and she's confused and she doesn't understand. The beauty of Resurrection Sunday is that Jesus' death was not the end. Let's keep reading the story. Verse 14. She turned to leave and saw someone standing there. It was Jesus, but she didn't recognize him. Dear woman, why are you crying? Jesus asked her. Who are you looking for? She thought he was the gardener. Sir, she said, if you've taken him away, tell me where you have put him and I will go and get him. Mary, Jesus said. She turned to him and cried out, Rabbanai, which is Hebrew for teacher. Let me stop there for a second. Today we celebrate the impossible. Jesus dying for our sins is the most incredible sacrifice anyone could ever give. Jesus said, if you love someone, when someone gives their life for you, there's no greater love than that. 
What greater love is there than someone would give their life for us? That's the cross. But today, Easter Sunday is a celebration. It is sadness turned to joy. It is the impossible happening because here Jesus is standing before Mary just a couple of days earlier. His body was broken. He had been torn to shreds. He had been nailed to a cross. He had died. And yet here Jesus is today, right before her, alive, having defeated death, having given his life. And I would say that sadness, mourning, is now turned into dancing. The impossible has happened. Verse 17, don't cling to me, Jesus said, for I haven't yet ascended to the Father, but go find my brothers and tell them, I am ascending to my Father and your Father. How beautiful that phrase is. He tells them he's ascending to your Father. He is now our Father. To my God and your God. Mary Magdalene found the disciples and told them, I have seen the Lord. Then she gave them the message. That Sunday evening, the disciples were meeting behind locked doors because they were afraid of the Jewish leaders. Suddenly, Jesus was standing there among them. Peace be with you, he said. As he spoke, he showed them the wounds in his hands and his side, and they were filled with joy when they saw the Lord. Again, sadness has turned to joy. Mourning has turned to dancing. The impossible has happened, and they were filled with joy, the Bible says. Again, he said, peace be with you. As the Father has sent me, so I am sending you. Then he breathed on them and said, receive the Holy Spirit. If you forgive anyone's sins, they are forgiven. If you do not forgive them, they are not forgiven. One of the 12 disciples, Thomas, nicknamed the twin, was not with the others when Jesus came in and they told him, we've seen the Lord, but he replied, I won't believe it unless I see where the nail wounds in his hands, put my fingers into them and place my hand onto the wound in his side. Eight days later, the disciples were together again and this time Thomas was with them. The doors were locked, but suddenly, as before, Jesus was standing among them. Peace be with you, he said. Then he said to Thomas, put your finger here and look at my hands. Put your hand in the wound by my side. Don't be faithless any longer. My Lord and my God, Thomas exclaimed. Then Jesus told him, you believe because you have seen me. Blessed are those who believe without seeing me. I pray that you would look this Easter in the world that you and I currently live in at the story of the resurrection for the first time that we would remember why we fell in love with Jesus, a God who gave his life for us. Jesus died on the cross. It is heartbreaking, it is gut-wrenching, it doesn't always make sense, and yet he did it for us, and yet today we celebrate Easter because Jesus did not stay dead. He is sitting at the right hand of the Father. He is clothed and crowned in glory. We celebrate the life that his resurrection means for us. We celebrate the fact that sadness doesn't stay in its place, but instead is turned into joy. This Easter we celebrate a God who triumphed over death, over sin, to give you and I freedom and to redemption, to make all things new, to buy back and to bring back good into us. Today, we celebrate Jesus and his triumph and what that means in our life. I pray no matter how long you've been a Christian, 15 years, 50 years, five months, that today you would remember and look at almost for the first time again why you fell in love with him. And let's thank him with all of our heart. Thank you for joining us on this Holy Week devotional podcast, praying for you today, believing for you today, 
that you would see and experience God. Thank you.